Welcome to the Pats Militia Podcast featuring Ryan Kennedy. That completion is good for another Patriot. First down. Your New England Patriots are five-time champions. The podcast for the fans, by the fans. What's up, guys? Pats Militia here with another victory cast. Let's go. Great game in Mexico City. Absolutely destroyed them. Had a lot of great plays, a lot of great sides of the ball, and overall just honestly an amazing performance. I don't even know where to start. The game literally just ended. Switching it up, usually it's Monday morning, but you know what? Today, I'm super amped, so changing it up, and today we are doing it right after the game. We're super pumped, and we're just going to dive right in and talk about all the great stuff that went on today and some of our observations. We're also going to take in phone calls tonight, so we should get a bunch because it's prime time. So, yeah, to dive right in, we're going to talk about Tom freaking Brady. Well, first off, we won 33-8. to 33-8 against the Raiders, who are supposed to be a good AFC contender like they were last year. And they just they haven't been as hot this year, but they have played some great games, like the one against Kansas City. They have some good players. They have Lynch, Amari Cooper, Crabtree. They have good players, but honestly, we played very, very good both sides of the ball, and we were able to stop them, which was very great. So amazing, amazing performance by Touchdown Tommy. Tommy, terrific. Great performance. Start As soon as he started the game, you knew he was going to be on fire. He came out there, went 12 for 12, and like him being number 12 and throwing 12 for 12, I was just like, wow, that's like, it's kind of a coincidence, but also amazing because, I mean, it's Tom Brady. So 12 for 12 started out great, great ball movement, got it right down the field. And honestly, right from the bat, it just looked like our game. I mean, we came out there. Driving down the field within four minutes and nine seconds, um, Tom Brady throws a touchdown to Deion Lewis. Um, Deion Lewis makes a nice little spin move and brings it in. Great way to start the game. First drive, Brady completes every single pass. Right after that, you're like, wow, that was fast. That was easy. So after that, um, they get the ball, and then we get it back, and we get a... Danny Amendola makes gets a touchdown great and our defense was I mean they were getting some big rushing plays with Lynch Lynch was breaking out some rushing plays but we never really gave them good red zone opportunity so we get the ball back we score Danny Amendola let's talk about that pass for a second maybe my favorite part of the game so okay so Brady comes out Brady comes out um it's third and goal Comes out, uh, he looks around, he calls a timeout. It wasn't for him. He didn't like their formation he, versus what place he had planned. So he comes back. He comes back to the ball, um, ready to go. He's he's looking around, just reads, just absolutely reads the Raiders' defense. Looks at Danny, starts doing these crazy hand motions to him, like fo- like four different hand motions, like crazy, like Vs and stuff. And next thing you know, he snaps the ball. Brady's running around, getting time in the backfield finds Danny wide open at the very back of the end zone. Danny grabs it, gets a touchdown. It's always good to see Danny get that get and it's always good to see Danny get a touchdown. So then after that, Raiders get the ball. We don't like give them any points. Don't give them any points all the first half. At the end of the half, within two minutes, they're like running down the clock. Cause you, like you just know that you you don't want to give Tom Brady the ball back with that much time left. You don't. The Patriots have scored pretty much every drive. They've had the ball with the last two minutes and have the most points in that time in the NFL right now. So you don't want to give Tom Brady that ball right there. 
and so they're, they're just they do a few run plays trying to run down the clock so if they do get any points even a field goal at this point it would only be 14-3 that's not too bad going to have but you could tell they're trying to go for the touchdown so they have a nice pass and he's running he's almost in the end zone and then flowers linebacker flowers comes and pops it out stepping up because hightower's not there and a lot of injuries he comes up and just punches the ball we recover it and then okay 14-0 we have the ball there's 33 seconds left we're not gonna do much but what do we do we give it to number 33 Deion lewis and Deion lewis picks up a nice like 20 yard run and then it's like okay he just we're at like the 30 now and we have a timeout we can try to get in the field goal range just we'd only need really another a nice complete pass or to get down the field so we do that brady's just brady was so in control of the pocket this game i mean our offensive line played amazing but you could just tell brady brady was moving around the pocket like um he set up danny on that play out of bounds he got out of bounds and it set us up closer to the field goal he got him out of bounds and then we threw that pass to Gronk, and it was still like, wow, this is going to be a far field goal. I know Goss hasn't been as good as he usually is all season. I'm, the elevation's higher there, but, I mean, okay, 62 yards, let's see. Um, Guskowski comes out there all confident, ready to go, lines it up. As clock ticks down, boom, nails it. 62-yard field goal, amazing. Yeah, people be like, oh, it's because the elevation was high. But, hey, 62 yards. I don't see you making 62-yard field goals. Just like that, half 17-0. There's not much they could do there. And with Tom Brady just like reading their defense, Brady throwing amazing. I mean, the man completed 30 passes of 37 attempts, 339 yards. It's, it's amazing. And three touchdowns. And so we come out of half, okay, do a few little plays. The next thing you know, Brady drops back. And Brandon Cooks is sprinting down the sideline full speed. You can't even keep up with him. Brady just bombs it up wide open. Beautiful pass right to Cooks. Cooks takes it to the house 64 yards. Just phenomenal. Brady to Cooks. That's a duo I'll never get sick of. Six receptions, 149 yards. 149 yards on six receptions. That's massive. That is just absolutely massive. Being out there and averaging... 24.8 yards of receptions. That's just crazy. Brady was just on top of it all game. Amendola, 8 receptions, 66 yards. Gronk, 3 for 36. I mean, like, he he spread the ball out a lot. I mean, Lewis had 30 yards. Allen Allen had two receptions, 24. Burkhead had a few. Bennett had a few. And so he really spread the ball out on offense. Like, Cooks and Amendola just kind of let it honestly and props to them played very good amazing Brady DeCucks is something I would never get sick of just absolutely amazing and just like that it was 24 just like that it was 24 to 0 and they just kind of didn't have a chance I mean 24 0 just like that half just ends and you're down 20 it's 24 0 it's it's not easy to come back from that so right off the bat when it was 24 0 I had all the confidence in the world then we just kept stopping them. I mean, every whenever they'd get close to the run zone, we just make them punt. Um, and Gaskowski was just nailing them all day. Gaskowski nailing them. He made a fifty-one yarder, another forty, and at the end, towards the end, he made another twenty-nine yarder. So it's just a great performance by Gaskowski. I mean, he hit them all. He hit. It was four for four. That's twelve points on the board. 
as far as rushing goes, um, we did pretty. I mean, Deion Lewis, 10 carries, 60 yards. We didn't really even hand the ball off much, but that 20 yard run before half really cemented and kind of gave us that edge. Because like we went in half with like that momentum, like recovered a fumble, drive down the field, nail Gaskowski's longest field goal ever after driving down the field. Like we were hyped, and then 17-0, come out, Cook catches that. And then, yeah, so Deion Lewis, I mean, six yards averaging is great. Well, to talk more about Brady, a few little things, milestones he reached today. He is now over 3,000 on this season, which is great that he has thrown touchdowns in three countries, the U.K., and now Mexico, and obviously the United States. And he is, once again, breaking records. I mean, it's a kind of crazy record, but he, uh, the first quarterback, to throw 300 plus yards in three different countries leading the team in tackles today was patrick chung he was good mostly because they were just passing it van noy had another great game getting in there getting sacks flowers had a great game overall defensive side of the ball i mean raiders have a good offense i mean amari cooper's great crabtree's great Carr is a great quarterback like running game is great but and they just couldn't get anything going on us which was awesome. They could, they couldn't bring it down the field. They couldn't really do much. Stefan Gilmore. Stefan, he left the game because of hydration again. I was like, when that happened, I was like, boy, before the game, days prior, just drink, just drink, just drink your water, drink your water, drink your Gatorade. To like talk to Tom Brady, just pull him over and be like Brady, because Brady's a little like health freak, knows all about his electrolytes, all, all that, all that weird balance and stuff that we have nothing, no clue about. And he should, you should talk to him just. Uh, after practice one day just be like brady uh because he went out uh week three against houston he should just be like brady uh i've been getting dehydrated my mouth's getting dry um what do i do and then brady will like pull out his book and be like oh to do this you just gotta eat these weird gummy electrolytes that i sell and drink your water drink your white gatorade blah 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 blah, blah. and he'll be good i mean he stepped up he broke up some prep passes that one uh in the red zone, uh, Crabtree, when uh, he was, he ran a good route. I mean, it's hard to cover Crabtree. He, he has the most touchdowns for the Raiders this year. He's a great red zone. He can jump up and, and catch balls. Crabtree's always been a great red zone receiver. He's tall, and he can jump and grab balls, and, and he runs good red zone routes. But if you watch the highlight of that, Gilmore was on him the entire time. He, he ran up and made a quick cut, and Gilmore was, like, hands on him, like, no chance, great play. Glad to see Gilmore. It seems like every week to week, he's just getting like a little more used to the playbook, a little more used to the players he's working with, and overall just going out there and giving it his all. And I'm, it's good to see him forming in there. Patrick Chung went down with injury, but he came back, so that's nothing to worry about. If he did go down, that would have been something to worry about because Rowe has still been out. But right now, I think our defense has just played phenomenal. Six game in a row, not allowing. 17 or more points so i mean we started out the season so sketchy we are all a little concerned but we've really just turned it around i mean that seems how way whenever we start the season and people are like the skeptics are like oh the patriots aren't good anymore the dynasty's over but like we're just like finding our in the beginning we're just kind of getting used to the team we have and like the new players and the coaching and just finding out what works because like we got to run different schemes and different plays and stuff so coming out there and now you can just kind of see as the season moves on we're beating we're destroying teams that have been historically pretty good like denver has been good oakland has been good and we're just going out there and you you can just see 
every side of the ball, special teams, offense, and defense. We're just picking it up. We're like, we're getting out there. And like right off the bat, you could just see in our offense that we were just tying them out. I mean, we were, Bill Belichick's a freaking mastermind. I mean, most teams like, okay, like, okay, you're playing in Mexico City. That's like got the most uh, elevation and above sea level in the NFL. So like, okay, the Raiders just did their normal practices. But uh, we played Denver last week, so we already kind of used to it in training for it. But we were like, okay, while we're in Denver, Colorado, we might as well just, we're not going to train here. We're going to trade somewhere with a higher elevation that's more closer to Mexico. So we go to an Air Force base. Like, an Air Force base. Bill Belichick probably is, like, a general there, like, on the low. Because, I mean, he is a genius. And go there, train, and, like, right off the bat. And it's, it's, all, it's all part of the game plan. It's all part of the mastermind of the Patriots. It's all about Belichick. It's, it's, it's all him. I mean... We go out there, and we're, we're conditioned playing in this situation. We've been doing it all. We've been doing the past, like, two, two three weeks just training for this. So he goes out there, and he's ready to go. And we go down the field, hurry up, play. After hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And you could tell they were getting tired when they were going up the ramp into the half. that They were winded. And you could just tell, like, we prepared. We were running, like, hurry up drills and conditioning in that the same kind of environment for weeks and Oakland wasn't so right off the bat you could tell that they were getting tired out which is great so overall just amazing performance McCordy had a very good uh, pass defense too ball was up in the air for a long time he made sure uh, Cooper did not catch it the rest of the NFL what's going on in the AFC that was important today as of right now, we are up there. It's us and the Steelers pretty much fighting for it. I mean, today, the Bills got absolutely murdered. No, no chance. The Bills lost 54-24. to The Bills took out Tyrod Taylor because they lost two in a row, put in uh, Peterson, and he threw five interceptions in the first half. I'm from Buffalo, so this happening is amazing. All my friends, everyone I see is Bills fans. Everywhere I go, I I mean, I'm a diehard Patriots. I'm always wearing Patriots stuff. Patriots jacket, Patriots hat, Patriots hoodie. I'm always Patriots jersey. I'm always I'm always wearing something Patriots. And I always get stuff going out, huh, blah, blah. You're a Pats fan, trying to fight, getting all vulgar. And I could just be like five interceptions. And this is not your year. You say it's your year every year, but it's not. 54 to 24 to the Chargers. Ooh, yeah, they took out Tyrod, and he ended up playing, going back in the game because obviously Peterson's not the man for the job. And another matchup today, which was great, the Kansas City Chiefs, same Kansas City Chiefs who stomped us our first game of the year. Very sad day. I was there. It was sad. I mean, it was it was a fun game to be at, but I was expecting us to come out, drop the banner, fire it up, and kill the Chiefs. But the Chiefs lost today. And you, you want to know who the Chiefs lost to? The 1-8, and eight, now 2-8, and eight, New York Giants. The only time that I've ever said, I want the Giants to win this game, is because they were playing the Chiefs. And the more teams that lose in the AFC means that we are that much closer to that number one spot. 
So next two weeks can't be that difficult. We have Dolphins, who lost to the Buccaneers today, and the Bills. Next week, Dolphins, Jay Cutler throwing picks. We we should be able to beat them. Then the Bills. It's at the Bills. I'll be there. If you're going to be there, let me know. Maybe have a little tailgate party. But, uh, yeah, so the, the Chiefs lost, the Bills lost, Broncos lost. A- AFC's looking good. It's just going to come down to us and the Steelers because, honestly, on Thursday night, the Steelers played explosive. They're, they're a great team and have a lot of threats. But as you see, when it comes to the AFC Championship versus them, we will usually take that win. So we play them actually in a few weeks, so we'll see how that goes. Just keep playing like this. Honestly, there's there's not much more to say about this game besides I'm very impressed. I'm impressed all sides of the ball. There's, I mean, usually I do like the good, great, and bad, and everything I just said was pretty great. There was no really bad. I mean, the only thing that was kind of iffy was in the beginning was Marshawn Lynch's runs. I mean, he put up like almost 70 yards, like 11 carries. Like, that's very unlike Marshawn Lynch, but... We kind of adjusted to it, and they stopped being able to run the ball, and they couldn't really pass the ball. I mean, they were getting drops, but like Jonathan Jones and Gilmore, like they they were in on and McCordy, like they were in on plays, not letting them catch it. And a lot of times, like they try the little screens and we tackle them, which is great. And one more amazing play was that fourth and one, fourth and one. They're good. They're going for it, and we come out there and just absolutely stuff them. Marshawn cannot have been happy. You see him on the sideline shaking his head. He's like, "Why do they never hand me the ball against the Patriots when we need one yard?" That's what Marshawn Lynch is for. Why don't coaches see that? I mean, he's not like a juking like running back like pick big carries. He's like that short yard like ground and pound up the middle, hand it to him. So I'm not sure why it went like that, but. I'll take it. Great defensive game. We're going to go to the phones now and take some of your guys' calls and go live. Hello? Hello? What's up, What's man? What's man? This is Ryan at Pat's Militia. What's your name? My name is Josh, bro. What's up, Josh? Uh, any Patriots questions you got for me? Yeah, man. I got a, I got a big question, man. Uh, I know it's a little far in the season, but Steelers, man. The biggest thing that worries me is going in and beating the Steelers and having to face them twice. It's hard to beat a team twice. How do, you, how do you feel about that? Would you rather beat them there and have home to the advantage, or would you rather lose to them and beat them at home in the playoffs? Uh, definitely in that situation, I'd rather win in the playoffs. It's it's going to be a tough game. I mean, the only really team we're, that is playing to our caliber in the AFC is the Steelers, so obviously it's going to be tough. But, I mean, we go in there in a few weeks. It's going to be a hard game. I think we might be able to pull it off, and if not, I think we should be able to in the playoffs. Because as we've seen in previous meetings with them in the playoffs, we've been able to come out successful like last year. So Yeah, that, I just feel like it's hard to beat a team twice. And I figured, you know, we lose to them in a regular season game. doesn't really matter. But we go in there. I mean, I don't know, man. I, we've always dominated them, but they haven't always been as healthy as they are now this year. Oh, yeah, Maybe for sure. Bell and Tony Brown, their defense is playing great. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Yeah, I mean, hope for the best. It would be nice to get both, but, I mean, if we lose the one in a few weeks and can come back in the playoffs and beat them once we figure everything out, that'll be great. So thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Awesome channel, man. Keep going. Thank you. Take care. Hello? Hello? What's up? Who am I talking hey, I with? I got one question for you. Oh, what's up? Uh, my name's Alex. Hey, Alex. How's, how's it going today? How many, more, how many more rings do you think Brady has in him? How many more rings do I think Brady has in him? Good good question, man. Uh. 
I think Brady honestly has at least two. I mean, definitely one. I mean, I can definitely see him getting one more, but at the rate he's been playing, honestly, because it seems like he's just getting better and better. And if we just keep building our team more around him and getting the threats like we have, like Cooks and stuff, I think he's at least good for two more, depending how many years he plays for. Well, that's another question. How many years do you think he's going to play? Uh, I'll give him three to four years. As long as he doesn't get any substantial injuries, I think he's got at least three to four more years left in him. Gotcha, man. All right. Thanks, thanks for, for picking up. Yeah, man. Go Pats. Thanks for calling. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's up? What's your name? Fabian. What's up, man? So, uh, yeah, what's your question for the Pats Motion Podcast? I'm going to ask how you think the cornerback depth chart will shake up after Eric Rogan's back. Uh, good question. Um, obviously, uh, Gilmore has honestly stepped up a little and the, yeah. past, the past few weeks compared to the beginning of the season. And Chung, I mean, Chung got hurt today, but he came back. But I definitely think Chung, Chung has been taking like a big leadership role, especially with Gilmore and Roe out. So I think he'll definitely remain where he is. And I think it's going to be like a fight for the second spot between... Uh, Rowe and Gilmore, but you also can't forget about Jonathan Jones, who's been making some phenomenal breakups. So yeah, so once he gets back, I think they'll give him a shot and just kind of play it from there and kind of just try to match them up against receivers that they think they'll do good against. Mm-hmm. Alright, man. Thanks All right. for calling. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, take it easy, man. Okay. Hello, what's up? This is the Pat's Militia Show. What's going on, man? What's up? Who, who am I talking to? Josh. What's up, Josh? Uh, what's your question? How do you feel about resting Tom Brady Ru- at the end of the season if we control, if we control our own destiny? Uh, resting Tom Brady at the end of the season? I mean, it really depends where we're at and where the rest of the AFC is at. Because, I mean, obviously in the playoffs we want home field advantage because like playing at Gillette in the playoffs has such high atmosphere. Oh, so, I mean, but yeah. As old as he was, I mean, the last, I mean, we went to the Super Bowl last year. He had those four games off, and I really, I feel understand like being at age, those, those having that time off is critical at that oh, age. Yeah. I think it'd be huge to have the last two games off, even because the last two games I believe is at Miami and in the Jets, and I really don't see a being you know, a problem. But in years past, we have lost number one overall seed by losing mm-hmm. those last games. Yeah. So I was just curious what to think about it. Yeah, so, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to rest him because, obviously, like, he's he's 40 years old and, like, the the hits and stuff take a toll on your body. But Absolutely. I think, yeah, as, as long as the AFC is tight, I think he's going to play. But, I mean, if we're up and, like, we already have that kind of home seed, like, say the Steelers start not playing good and we have that spot, I think it would be a good choice to sit him and let, like, Hoyer take over for a few games and see where we get. Yeah, man. All right, boss. I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. Hello? Hey, uh, who's who, who am I talking to? Caden. Hey, Caden. How's it doing, man? Uh, so this is Ryan from Pats Militia. What's your uh, your question about the uh, the Pats? Uh, so really, I was wondering, who do you think is the Patriots, like, who should we be scared of in the AFC? Um, I mean, obviously Kansas City started out the season very, very good. But, I mean, they've kind of slipped off. But the one team that's, like, the threat is obviously the Steelers. Like, Juju Smith is amazing. Antonio Brown's amazing. Like, Bell. Oh, yeah. And Big Ben's playing good games. So, obviously, like, yeah, that's probably – but I think we'll face them in the AFC Championship, and I think that's our biggest threat. Because, I mean, teams are falling off, and teams like the – 
like the Bills who were doing good, like the Chiefs who were doing good, and like the Raiders and Broncos who are usually up there are kind of falling off of the path this year. So I don't really see much more competition but besides the Steelers, honestly. Okay, well, that's all. Thank you. All right, thanks for calling, man. Hey, what's up? This is the Pets Militia Show. So uh, what's your question, man? Uh, I guess my question would be, what's the thoughts on Allen now? On Dwayne Allen? And he's actually a couple catches. Okay, I mean, I he's mostly, I think, just like a blocking tight end, honestly, but... I mean, he's been in there, like, he caught a touchdown last week and made two today, so it's nice to have, like, that threat that people kind of don't expect, you know? Right. Because I feel like when he's in, people yeah. are just going to kind of expect him to, like, be blocking, and then, like, he can get open for little quick passes, so. So you don't think he's, like, a bust or anything? You're just... Oh, no, I mean... Uh, yeah. Different use oh, yeah, he's just a different use, more like a blocking uh, tight end kind of guy. All right. Hey, what's up? Hello. This is the Pat's Militia Show. Who am I talking with? Mike. What's up, Mike? So, yeah, what's your uh, question regarding the Patriots, man? I was just wondering, you know, your thoughts on the defense. I mean, I think they've been playing, like, fantastic as of late. I was just, like, wondering what your thoughts are. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Um, Yeah, defensive side of the ball has just been immensely improving, honestly. And, like, like you said you saw it, and, like, any, any Pat's fans kind of see it because, like, in the beginning it was super, super shady. But, I mean, the past six games, we haven't allowed more than 17 points on offense. So, if we just keep playing like this, we're going to make it far this year. Because our offense has shown, like, even with injuries, with, like, Hogan out and, like, Edelman and, like, Malcolm Mitchell, and our offense is still dynamic and making big plays. So, defense keeps it up. We're going to be playing in February. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. I mean, I'd love to see David Harris start to get some more snaps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Veteran linebacker. Yeah. David Harris has been playing great. It's nice to see, like, because with, like, these injuries and stuff, and, like, we, we have a good amount of linebackers. So, like, it's cool seeing, like, new guys come in and kind of take a role and kind of fit in with the defense and step it up. Yeah, all the young guys are starting to come together. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. All right, thank you for calling in, man. Hey, no problem. Keep it up. Yeah, go Pats. Hello? Uh, this is Dota. What's up, man? Uh, it's Pat's Musha Podcast. So, yeah, any questions about the Patriots, just shoot them our way, man. Um, biggest heartbreak in Patriots history? Biggest heartbreak in Patriots history. Okay. This is probably going to take a while, but biggest heartbreak, it's probably every Patriots fan's heartbreak, and it was the year that we went 18-0 when we had Randy Moss, amazing team, and we went to the Super Bowl. 18-0, cruising into the Super Bowl, hopes hopes are high, everyone's pumped, like, first undefeated team ever, we go to the Super Bowl, and Wes Walker is dropping balls all over the place, whatever, and um, basically, that David Tyree catch when Eli Manning chucks it up out in, when he should have got sacked, and he makes that catch, and they end up winning the Super Bowl, I mean, that was a big heartbreak, and that's something I don't think I could ever get by, I mean... Could have been the only 19-0 team ever and win the Super Bowl 19-0 and, like, just every... And then, to like, Brady would be at six Super Bowls right now, which is just, like, obviously the all-time record, which would just be amazing. So, like, looking back on that, I look back on it a lot, and it, it breaks my heart a little bit every time. And I, I think a lot of Patriots fans can relate. And 
Thank you for the question. That's a great question. And I think we're going to end. Yeah. Like people on Periscope are like, do not talk about that. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to like think about that. Cause like going back to that game and like when watching and like how pumped we were going into it and just like, Oh, cause the giants like kind of squeezed into the, into the playoff picture that, that year. And like, we just didn't really expect them to come out and like play amazing. And it came down to a close game and they ended up winning. So it's a tough game. And I, I wish that it ended differently. Can end it on that because now, like, I'm sad. I don't have energy to talk about this. But overall, Patriots won. Patriots won today. Great game. I thank you guys all for calling in. It was amazing. I've I've never seen this many calls. You guys are active because I usually this at like 10 a.m. I get no one calling in. But thank you guys all for calling in. It was a lot of fun. Um, definitely do more call-in shows. Maybe I'll do the podcast after every game because like I'm hyped. I know everything about the game. But yeah, next up is the Dolphins. Nothing to worry about. And to everyone who listened to this and is live on Periscope, you could please uh, just uh, go on iTunes, search Pat's Motion Podcast or the link that we post, and just leave a five-star review and subscribe. It's going to help us get up the ranks. But I appreciate you guys all for listening. Pat's win. Tom Brady just went out there and played very, very hard. And he just cemented his greatness even more. It got another NFL record. It was It's a weird one, but it's an NFL record. Only quarterback to throw 300 plus yards in three countries. But the greatness of Tom Brady just keeps getting better. He might be getting older, but he's getting better. And the rest of the NFL should be terrified. The rest of the AFC should be terrified. The Steelers, the Chiefs, he's coming for you. He's gonna he's gonna grab you and he's gonna he's gonna storm on you. He's gonna score. He's gonna drive down the field. He's gonna bomb it to Cooks. Our defense is on fire. I I, I have so much momentum right now on this on this win streak because it seems like every week we just kind of keep getting better. So let's just keep that up all season long. I've gone on a lot of rants today. Take it easy, guys, and have a good night, and go Patriots. Thank you for listening to the Pat's Militia Podcast. 